everybody, Deborah Dondelinger here. Welcome back to Tapping This Week. This is week eight of the pandemic really being in on our radars in the United States on the East Coast where I am in Maryland. For some of you listening from over from Europe and other countries outside of Europe, you've been dealing with this longer. But eight weeks is a long time. And we might have been finding that we were finding our way to a what feels like perhaps a new normal for now. We've adjusted to many things. But I wonder if you tune into your body, notice your heart space, notice any tension, how much stress are you still carrying that you haven't really had time to look at? We are so resilient, we can do, we can handle things. But there's, when so many people are going through the pandemic with different levels of consequences, it's like we're all tuned into the same stress factory. And yeah, let's just give ourselves some space and some time to do some tapping around stress. And then we're going to be jumping into talking about conspiracy theories and what the heck do we do with those. All right, but for now, just looking at how relaxed or calm or wound up do you feel or dull or blah, let's just do some tapping side of the hand. Even though ah, I've been feeling tight energied and a little bit dull. And I hate feeling dull. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Even though I've been too busy to notice how I'm feeling. It's a lot to keep up with. This move to everything being online has been wearing. I deeply, completely accept myself anyway. Even though I've been alone. And I've had too much time to think and to feel. And I don't want to think about how stressed I am. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Moving through the points, I'm on the eyebrow. Noticing how I'm feeling. Side of the eye. Notice my breathing. Under the eye, any tightness in my chest. Under the nose, any tightness in my diaphragm. Chin point. Noticing any tightness in my ribs and the space between my ribs. Collarbone. Noticing my core muscles. Under the arm. Tuning into my body and noticing how tight or relaxed I feel. Top of the head. Good. Another gentle breath, please. Now take a scan of your emotional landscape. Notice any feelings popping up. You know, what I love about tapping is that we can, we can work with these feelings in a way that doesn't overwhelm us. We don't have to be scared of what we're feeling. So are you feeling a little bit dull or flat? Are you feeling checked out or overly concerned? overstimulated or just like the ground on your feet isn't secure anymore are you scared and worried about practical things like food, rent 
Or is it more this general unease? Like a just a, like a feeling of impending storm on the horizon, but you don't know which direction it's coming from. Just any words or images that come to mind for you. Let's do some tapping. Even though I notice I've been feeling out of sorts. And it's very appropriate to be feeling out of sorts. There's a hell of a lot going on right now. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I'm feeling tired, I can't keep running on adrenaline. It's okay that I feel tired and I'm resting when I can. I deeply and completely accept how I'm feeling. Even though I've been feeling uncertain, and I don't like feeling uncertain, I'm living day to day. And that's a new experience for me. I deeply and completely accept myself. On the points, on the eyebrow, noticing how I'm feeling. I'm done grieving. Oh, that's what I'm going to tell myself. I don't know what's coming tomorrow. We've all been dealing with so much. It's okay to stop and notice how I'm feeling. It's really great that I know how to tap. I accept who I am and how I'm feeling. Good. Stop there. Relax your hand. Another breath. Okay, now that we've done a little bit of grounding, I want to get into the topic of this week's talk and that or or tapping. And that is conspiracy theories. So I'm going to tell you right now, I have been incredibly annoyed at all the alternative theories out there that to me feel like are distracting us from what needs to be done. So you might have a different perspective, but we're going to tap on that to start and then then see where we go. So on the side of the hand, even though I have been frustrated with all these ridiculous alternative theories, (sighs) I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Even though I find it unsettling that people don't agree with me. How can we fight this virus if we don't even agree agree what the problem is? Hmm. I notice how unsettling it feels. And I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I feel confused. I thought it's obvious what's going on. I'm open to the idea that there are many pieces of the pie. What's the expression? The the elephant's big. People are looking at different parts of the elephant. Hmm. But I don't know what to do about feeling frustrated. Moving through the points. Some people are really scared. Some people completely distrust any form of authority. Some people think the government's out to get them. Some people think that they are watching. Some people do not want to be controlled. 
Some people are scared. Some people are just not thinking. And some people are certain of what they know. Okay, stop there. Relax your hands. Gentle breath. You know, what's really ironic is I chose um, an alternative pathway for schooling and healthcare for my family. And I have resources. Um, I use homeopathy, which works well for my family for acute cases and even chronic conditions. And I've forged my own path with unschooling and homeschooling. Advantages and disadvantages for sure. And I, when I find myself thinking that people are being too um, extreme and, and too concerned about conspiracy theories, it's sort of ironic because I'm the one who used to be outside of the system. And now I'm saying, hey, everybody, we need to work with the system. And it just goes to show that we need to con- be flexible with our thinking. We need to look for good information sources. And we don't want need to have a hard and set fast rule because rules don't let us respond to the situation. But for people who are used to living by rules, when everything's changed, what's left for them? So notice when you tune into yourself, what is your relationship to people um, of authority and people who are come from like the scientific fields? Do you believe scientists? Do you think that there are competing interests? Do you think that people are corrupt? Do you think that some people are corrupt? Do you think that some people do things for bad reasons? Do you think you fall on the side of being a bit too innocent or a bit too jaded? There's an idea from Gene Keys that the, ener- the vibration, the energy state we're at, it actually corrupts the data we take in. So if somebody's in a very fearful place, they will see and interpret the world differently than somebody who's, who's in a more loving place. And, and somebody who's in a fearful place, they'll distort the information they bring in and then they'll make, they'll, they'll, they'll at, respond and act and exaggerate it and it'll just amplify the fear. I'm not saying that fear isn't something that's um, important or needed or it's, it's valuable in the right situation. But look at your core orientation as you've been taking in information or even reading and researching about the virus. How powerful do you feel? How informed do you feel? And how open are you to trusting other people's input? So how powerful do you feel? How informed do you feel? And how open are you to trusting other people's input? So for myself, I feel pretty powerful, um, probably an eight or a nine. I feel informed enough for me. Um, I make a point to spend about an hour a day reading different sources from different um, government agencies and articles and overseas as well. And I also know that I'm not a scientist, I'm not a disease specialist, so I am very open to trusting input from experts while not giving away my own inner intuition. And it's that either or question that I think gets people stuck. 
Can you take information in and also pay attention to yourself and your own response? So I have a theory about the expansion of the conspiracy theories. In human design, there are six different motivations that people have. And one of the motivations is looking at what needs to be fixed. So there is a percentage of the population who is meant to be looking at what needs to be fixed. The rest of us aren't. The rest of us are meant to be looking at what's needed, what, um, what's to come. Um, oh, I can't even remember the others right now. And my theory is that when people who are supposed to be looking at what needs to be fixed aren't doing it, that the rest of us leap in to fill in the vacuum. And noticing how it feels for yourself to explore different ideas is the key, is the clue to whether you're meant to be doing it or not. When I get to a fear place, that's not a good place for me. For some people, getting to the bottom of things and knowing what's needed, knowing what is the um, worst possible outcome is very helpful. So as you engage with information online, check in with yourself. Is this helpful to you? Is it valuable? Is it good for you to get more information or do you need not to? Now, what if you're on the side of thinking most, the rest of us are just being sheep, giving up our liberties, and that we're making a big deal out of nothing that's worse than the flu? I've been in that place when I look at um, how I've done alternative schooling and alternative health care. And for me, there's just a, a grief. It's not an anger. It's a sadness. It's a grief that people aren't seeing the opportunities they have. So just tune into your love of humanity that's driving you to say the rest of us are being stupid. Can you find it? Can you notice it? Side of the hand for all of us tapping. As I notice the places I feel scared. And as I notice the places where I feel love, I deeply deeply and completely accept all of me. As I notice where I feel scared, as I notice where I feel trusting, I can embrace both parts of me. As I notice the parts of me that wants to expand and the parts of me that want to transform, what would it be like to live in this pandemic without fear? I deeply and completely accept myself. Moving through the points. Noticing if I'm looking through the lens of fear. Noticing if I'm looking through the lens of love. Noticing if I'm holding on too tightly to being right. Noticing that I can interact with information. And I can also interact with the feelings behind the information. Noticing that I feel grounded. Noticing my role. Good, finish up top of the head, gentle breath. So here's the thing. None of us see the complete picture. It is not possible. We each have a role. We each have a perspective. We each have something that we're bringing to the conversation. Those of you who know your human design chart, your Gene Keys profile, your Enneagram type, your Myers-Briggs type, you know what your gifts are, what your superpowers are, 
to use a term that personality hacker uses. Can you let go of what's not yours to do and embrace what is yours to do? Some of us are meant to be exploring alternative theories and some of us are not. And when you have a strong emotional response to something that you're taking in, information or knowledge, pause and notice what's the feeling behind it. So I have deliberately not watched um, Trump speak, and I watched a six-minute montage made tied to a timeline of the virus. And I know it was a biased montage. It was made to make him look foolish. But I, I, I was so mad watching it. Just absolutely furious at his disrespect for their questions and for the journalists. And honestly, I don't know what to do with being so angry with him, because I do feel powerless in that situation. So we'll wrap it up by tapping on uh, what feels like the biggest powerlessness of all, right? Right side of the hand. Even though I can't believe what an absolute idiot Trump looks like. And the defensiveness and the things that come out of his mouth infuriate me. Part of me thinks we deserve to have a better leader. And part of me thinks we have who we have. Even though I'm disappointed that our president has let us down. I'm beyond disappointed that he's in charge right now. I'm willing to notice how I feel, let myself feel it. Even though I think the disappointment and anger is going to bury me, there's no end to it. What if that's not true? All right, moving through the points. Ugh, feeling so disappointed. Feeling just shocked and disgusted at his arrogance. There are many things to be shocked and disgusted at in this world. I'm thinking about some of the shootings recently of, of African-American men. There are many things to be shocked and disgusted with. And perhaps that's okay. Keep tapping through the points. Perhaps that's pointing us to what's we want, what we want to see more of. It's okay to feel disgust at incompetence, arrogance. And as I think of Trump once being a young boy with an innocent heart and soul, I can have compassion for that younger part of him while still absolutely, absolutely not liking what I'm seeing. Good. Stop there. Relax your hand. Another breath. Well, this has been a rather meandering um, tapping um, and exploration. Hope you feel better. You know, just any chance to tap always makes me feel better. Even if you're not agreeing with the words or the ideas, just getting into the flow and tapping along can be helpful. And I hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourself. Um, I have a lot of tapping podcasts that you can tap along with. Some of them are better than others. But if you're just bored or 
want to listen to something not related to the pandemic, uh, go and listen to some previous episodes. And until next time, keep on tapping. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk with you soon. Bye. Bye.